What you're hearing is Mangal Shobhajatra, an annual procession of thousands of people that takes over the streets of Bangladesh's capital city, Dhaka. It marks the start of the Bengali New Year, and as you might expect of a New Year's celebration, it's a very festive affair. Not long ago, UNESCO, which is the Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Agency of the United Nations, named this parade intangible cultural heritage. But what might look like just a street party is actually a creative stand for unity and against the forces of intolerance who seek to divide and oppress Bangladeshis. Welcome to Into the Deep, the Global Voices podcast where we dig deep into one topic that isn't getting the media coverage it deserves. I'm Lauren, news editor at Global Voices. I live in Bilbao, Spain. And I'm Sahar, managing editor at Global Voices. I'm currently in Lahore, Pakistan. And today we are digging deep into Bangladesh's Mangal Shobhajatra. of xenophobia has seemingly swept Europe and the United States in recent years, culminating in 2016 with the UK's vote to leave the European Union and the election of Donald Trump in the US. But intolerance is not a phenomenon that's exclusive to the Western world by any means. From Myanmar to South Africa to Indonesia, there are those who view diversity as a source of fear rather than strength. What about you? Do you disagree with this trend? And are you thinking about what to do to combat these forces that want to sow the seeds of division? Perhaps then, Bangladesh and its unique New Year's procession can offer some inspiration. Mangal, how does it go? <laughs> it's In Bangla, we always pronounce O. So, it's uh, uh, although it is written in uh, English as M A N, but it sounds more like Mongol O. Okay, and the second part, say it again very slowly. Shobha Jatra. Shobha. Shobha. Shobha Jatra. Okay, perfect. We don't want to mess it up. <laughs> Mongol Shobha Jatra. Yeah, Mongol Shobha Jatra. That's Rezvan. This is Rezvan from Bangladesh. He's a blogger and a South Asia editor for Global Voices. Mongol Shabhatatra is uh, like a carnival or a victory rally. Uh, it, it, it's very loud with uh, uh, people shouting, shouting different slogans, and uh, they're singing, they're dancing, and people participate with uh, joy. Uh, it's yeah. a vibrant, colorful, creative, open for all secular identity. A uh, lot of fun is here. And that's Panta. This is Pantho from Dhaka, Bangladesh. He's a copywriter and a member of the Global Voices community, who's been writing for us now for several years. We spoke to both Panta and Rezwan to learn more about Mongol Shabajatra. Uh, it, it all starts with uh, uh, making of masks. Actually, the students of uh, uh, the Charukola Institute, which is the uh, Faculty of Fine Arts of Dhaka University, and uh, uh, they prepare all these, uh, all kinds of uh, interesting masks, and they are very colorful, and they bear animals and uh, demons and 
mythical uh, faces and all and those are pretty interesting and people uh, carry those masks uh, in uh, in batons or they put it on their face and they they dance and uh, uh, on the way there are like many street shops uh, uh, for food and and uh, balloons children are running around the procession takes place every year on the morning of the first day of the bengali calendar which is april 14th or 15th students and teachers of dhaka university's faculty of fine arts organize it and anyone is free to join in have either of you attended yeah uh, many times uh, it's 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 one of the go go to things uh, uh, during the new year celebration so we have a kind of ritual so uh, uh, on the first day of the new year we go in the uh, morning uh, to listen to uh, rabindra sangeet that is a uh, uh, tagore songs Rabindra Songjit, or Tagore songs, are popular songs that were written in the late 19th and early 20th centuries by a man named Rabindranath Tagore. They're often based on Hindustani classical music and folk music of Bengal. An interesting fact, Rabindranath Tagore was the first non-European to win the Nobel Prize in literature. This uh, starts at around like 6 and after that uh, the procession starts around 7:30 or 8. so people go there to join the procession uh, i have participated several times maybe four or five times when i was student of dhaka university and stay in university hall thousand of people joining they are wearing colorful artifacts they are singing dancing playing drum it is arranged a concert lot of young people and young generation gather there and fun with music yeah so uh, all the major bands from bangladesh come and they like it's a free concert so that's also attract many people uh, some nrb come in bangladesh for this celebrating this carnival foreigner also participate this mongol shobhajatra and i i know for sure if not like travel internationally uh, many travel uh, locally like from other parts of bangladesh they come to the capital to join the rally on november 30th unesco announced that they had deemed mangal shobha jatra to be an intangible cultural heritage that's a recognition bestowed on practices representations expressions knowledge and skills that reinforce a community's sense of identity Examples of intangible cultural heritage include dance, song, cuisine, and craftsmanship that are passed down from generation to generation. That's the thing. What's surprising here is that Bengal Shobhajatra is only about a generation old. Bengali New Year in itself, of course, is nothing new. But Mangal Shobhajatra was only started in 1989. Students at Dhaka University created it as a way to express their support for democracy at a time when the country was ruled by a military dictatorship. They started this with uh, uh, all these colorful masks and uh, so and people took notice and that time uh, really we had a military dictatorship and people were protesting and there were like many aspects of the protests and all protests need not be violent or like agitating so and people took this opportunity to come together in the streets and uh, express solidarity in, in in those situations they want 
people not to go uh, out of their home and gather around. But this was a it was an innovative type of protest. Let me pop in here for a quick bit of history. Bangladesh gained its independence from Pakistan, where I currently am, in 1971 after a bloody eight-month-old war. A democracy was established, but it was marred in the coming years by a series of military coups. In 1982, an army general by the name of Hussein Muhammad Arshad grabbed power and proceeded to suspend the constitution and political parties. A year after the first Mangal Shobha Jatra, a popular uprising forced him to resign, and by 1991, Bangladesh was a parliamentary republic. And you know what happened to that Mangal Shobha Jatra rally? The ready state and the ready it's still now uh, going on. But even with a dictatorship in the country's past, Mongol Shabajatra has its foes. Lately, the rally has faced uh, protests from the conservative uh, society, especially the uh, political Islamic parties, and so they are not happy about it, saying that uh, it's not Islamic. The mosques sometimes can be of uh, Hindu or medieval deities or, or other figures. So, so they say that no, you shouldn't do it. Conservative Islamic organizations in Bangladesh haven't just taken issue with Mongol Shobhajatra, but protest is one thing, violence and inciting violence is another. Over the last several years, dozens of people in Bangladesh have been murdered, targeted for their progressive and secular views, as well as for being foreign or for not being Muslim. They included bloggers, university professors, a literary publisher, a theater activist. And the editor of Bangladesh's first lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender magazine. Scores more have been attacked or threatened with death. Certain conservative Muslim clerics have singled out individuals publicly, accusing them of atheism. And the leader of a prominent Islamist coalition openly stated a few years ago that many bloggers are quote apostates, and should be quote killed. The government. The judiciary and police forces haven't done much to deter extremists from targeting those who speak out against them. So it's becoming increasingly dangerous to openly challenge religious conservatism in the country. It's often for these reasons that Bangladesh makes international headlines these days. Problems dominate coverage. Not many media outlets are giving the same amount of coverage to what people are doing to take a stand against intolerance and violence, such as Mangal Shobhajatra. There is no news of uh, from Bangladesh. Only some extreme bad news can make a headline, but rarely a cultural event or uh, something a, like a, a drama or a, or a, uh, something from the sports arena. Despite uh, many bad news, Bangladesh have also good news. Their economical statistics is uh, steady growth and lot of cultural diversity in Bangladesh. But international media does not took this uh, kind of news. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Buenos dias, amigos. That's Good Morning Friends in Spanish. I'm Andrea, a Global Voices author. Are you liking this podcast? You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Teacher, and many other podcast apps. Be sure to subscribe, give us an upload, or leave us a comment. Muchas gracias. Thanks so much. Mantha and Rizwan tell us that Mangal Shobhajatra is an important uniting force in Bangladeshi society. Thing is that uh, we don't have many 
festivals that unites uh, all religion kind of so we have religious festivals like eid uh, for the muslims and puja for the hindus and so on but uh, really there are not many festivals where people all uh, people from all religion participates so we have uh, like uh, around 90% muslim in the country uh, we have uh, 160 million population so it's a pretty large uh, muslim country uh, in terms of population but uh, we also have uh, other religions mainly hindu and christians and we have also many indigenous uh, people who have their own religion and uh, also Buddhists are there. Uh, Bangladesh is a tolerant society, and uh, we have also uh, instances where people from all religion participate in each other uh, festivals. Like in in Eid, also Hindu neighbors celebrate. So we have this tradition. In terms of like uh, public display, Mongol Shabadatra is one of the key uh, events where the unity is shown here. But there are certain groups in Bangladesh who don't see it like that. So we have a, a major political party called Jamati Islami, which, which is part of the opposition, and uh, the, they're very vocal about it. And there are other religious groups who have protested before uh, against this procession. Uh, yeah, I, I remember there were security concerns uh, a couple of years ago, before because we have Shabbat protests and the ongoing protests against the war criminals, and also there were blogger killing. So in that situation, there was a, uh, a perception that uh, the procession could be bombed or something like that. There were threats. So th that time they said that no, we should not do it because that will risk people's lives. But instead of everything, people participated and people made it happen. The tension between conservative religious groups and those who defend a secular and diverse Bangladesh has a long history. But in 2013, it reached new heights. That year, hundreds of thousands of people turned out to peacefully protest in the busy Shahbag intersection of Dhaka City and elsewhere in the country. They demanded the death penalty for those convicted of war crimes during Bangladesh's liberation from Pakistan. The Pakistan army was brutal during the war. An estimated 300,000 to 3 million people were killed, and 200,000 women were raped during the war. Members of an Islamist political party called Jamaat-e Islami who opposed the independence of Bangladesh, aided Pakistani forces in the killings and violence. After the war, many of those guilty of the crimes went on to serve in the government of Bangladesh with relative impunity, until four decades later, when a tribunal was set up to investigate the terrible history. But one of the first sentences handed down by the tribunal against the assistant secretary of the Jamaati Islami party was life in prison. That drove protesters into Shahbag intersection, fearing that without the finality of a death sentence, convicted war criminals could one day return to power. In this context, Mongol Shovajatra is, as one internet commenter put it, the image of a secular Bangladesh. So this is what, uh, one of the ways of uh, people to say that, no, we don't fear uh, you, we, we want to go out and we want to... We have fun, be meaningful, and, and, and it, it is our culture, it is part of uh, uh, our tradition, so why should we stop it? With such pressure from conservative opponents, Rezwan and Panta say UNESCO's decision to declare Mongol Shavajatra as intangible cultural heritage is even more significant. It's good uh, uh, that uh, UNESCO has recognized this uh, Mongol Shavajatra because uh, 
we have been fighting to keep it alive actually and uh, because there are uh, certain quarters in the country who Things it should not be like this. So uh, now that it's a uh, it's an international phenomenon, and uh, even if like we have uh, uh, in parliament a political force who does not want this uh, anymore, but uh, they will think twice before doing any anything against it. So it is very important that we got this recognition. And they say it could serve as an example for people who wish to combat undemocratic or divisive forces all over the world. Where there is oppression, where there is intolerance, and the forces want the general people to remain at home in fear, uh, and these regimes don't want uh, people to come out. But I think people can uh, take uh, heart from uh, Mongol Shobhadatra. They, they they can feel that they need to come down to the streets and celebrate their lives, uh, overcoming fear. I think uh, people just need to come out and have fun and. Uh, get together and just uh, be creative uh, and enjoy their lives. It is very important for us because it inspires us to fight against darkness, undemocratic rule, and uh, I think it inspires other people in the world. To see images of Mongol Shovajatra and learn more about the parade, visit globalvoices.org. And that's a wrap. This is Lauren. And Sahar. This is a podcast of Global Voices, an international network of passionate people who keep tabs on the online conversations happening in their regions. Our 1,400 mostly volunteer writers, editors, and translators cover stories from 167 countries and translate them into more than 30 languages. Together, we've been building bridges of understanding, as we like to call them, through our digital reporting since 2005. The inspiring work of all of our Global Voices authors, translators, and editors made this episode possible. So a big, big thank you to all of you out there. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. In this episode, we featured Creative Commons licensed music from the Free Music Archive, including Ray Gun, Faster Faster Brighter by Blue Dot Sessions, Dramamine by Pottington Bear, Tribal by David Seste, Stuck Dream by Pottington Bear, and Alley Pally Happy Clappy by Krakatoa. We also featured the Creative Commons licensed song, Dur Deshi She Rakul Chele Acapella by Anurban Chakraborty from SoundCloud, as well as audio from YouTube videos published by users Azim Khan Rani and Nazmal Soft. Thanks for joining us, Into the Deep. We'll have a new episode for you soon. Until then, 